Hi everyone, and welcome to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. My name is Travis Bennett, and I'm rocking it to you out of Yangon in Myanmar, proving you can be anywhere in the world and build a successful business. I'm joined today by David Breyer. David, it's a very, very warm welcome, and it's great to have you on the show. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. It's our pleasure. Where are you coming to us from today? I am coming to you from the Midwest. We're about an hour east of Minneapolis, for those that know their geography in the U.S., how many of your listeners are international versus U.S.-based? But that's where I'm speaking to you from. I'm in my office right now. That's what you see behind me. Perfect. Perfect. Cool. It's great to have you on the show. For those of you who don't know David, he is a branding genius. Damon John from Shark Tank says he's brilliant with branding. Grant Cardone calls him a branding genius as well, and he's been dubbed the 007 of branding. So it's great to have you on the show today. We're going to be talking about how to rise above the noise, and David's going to explain everything in just seven minutes. So I'm going to start this timer and we're going to get straight into it. So David, question number one, who is your ideal client? My ideal client is basically any size client and any, almost any industry, but pretty much a company that is growth oriented, meaning that they're ready for, they've either reached a place of a plateau, right? Okay. So like maybe they've been in business for a while and they kind of have lost their groove Cultural changes may have shifted, technological changes may have shifted things, but they may have kind of reached a plateau in either that or they've been pigeonholed. Like people, okay. let's say for companies that have been in business for a while, sometimes, and I found this to be pretty common, a company is known for what they did 10, 15, or 20 years ago. Yeah. And that now may only represent 20% of what they actually do and 80% of what they really are about is unrecognized. And so their story needs to be retweaked. I mean, that's one scenario. Another ideal client is really where it's like startups where it's pretty much white canvas and gotcha. they haven't mucked up their story too much, right? Okay. And that's really great because everything can be explored at that point. Do they need a name tweak? Do they need the actual, is their visual vocabulary, how they look and speak and talk and walk? Does that make sense? And then their brand story, because brand stories can get very tired very scripted almost to the point where it's lost its life and its juice yep. and people respond to authentic juice. And so my ideal client is a company that is really seeking that kind of jolt to take it to the next level or to unstick them from a place where they're plateauing. Okay. Gotcha. And that kind of leads into the next question is because the problem that you're solving for them is nailing their branding, their story and putting that authentic front on what they're doing, yeah. what they're all yep. about. Yeah. Yeah, basically. And even to add to that is just the factor that so many companies will say, oh, we're really different. We're really offering something unique. And it could be a service. It could be a product. It could be B2B. It could be B2C. It does not really matter. But they're saying, we're different. This is why you should do business with us. Then what follows that is the same pitch as their competition. So they're saying, we're different, but we're going to talk exactly the same. And we're going to look pretty much the same we're really going to make ourselves as vanilla. So we blend in with all the competition, but ignore that because we're really different. Yeah. And you go, oh, <laughs> so that's basically what I help them solve. It's like, look, that's crap. Yeah. You know, marketing and branding is not telepathy. People don't psychically go, ooh, they're good people. Ooh, they've invested a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. Ooh, we really get that on the, on the psychic wavelength. You know, it doesn't happen. Oh, for sure. So I guess then we've got four minutes left on the clock. We're doing all right for time. What are the typical symptoms that people experience, that your clients experience when they don't get this right? 
they are spending a lot more time on the sales, ramping up on sales yeah. because they have to explain, no, 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 here's how we're different. Here's how we're different. Here's how we're different. They have to, like, they keep on backpedaling, backpedaling to even get to ground zero. Okay. They're losing market share. It's eroding away. They are basically, people are looking, doing price comparisons. If they're doing price comparisons, your brand differentiation and value is very unclear That's because yeah. take Apple as the perfect example. It's like, boom, their value proposition is so crystal clear and people don't go, you know, those who don't want to buy it, don't want to buy it, but they have no shortage of, of consumers who are loyal to them. Definitely, definitely. So then when people try to do this themselves, right, the clients, have, obviously, they, they want to build their own story. What are the mistakes that they make when they are trying to do this on their own? They think that everything that they know is actually important. Okay. Their proximity, you know, it's like they'll look at their thing. They'll say, oh, well, you know, we know this and we know that. Like, they're so into it. They're like in the matrix of knowing too much about their stuff. They've lost touch with the perspective of the problems, the challenges. I like to say that the path to your customer's doorway starts at their front door, not at yours. We are leading them to come to you, right? Well, yeah. I mean, the thing that's going to be most real to them is what's right there outside of their front door. What are the challenges? What are the goals? What are the aspirations? What are the objectives? What are the things that they give a damn about? What are the values that they care about? The biggest brands in the world are those that are value-based, built on values by people who actually were consumers who needed the thing that they created. They didn't do it like, oh, we're going to create, invent something this to make money. No, it's like they're frustrated with a problem. So they were that customer. Yeah. And at a certain point, they lost touch with that. They need to be back in touch with that. Gotcha. That's a very powerful takeaway from this call, that you need to be in, focused in on that problem, that value that's there, not so much everything else that you think is important. Right. So then what's one piece of advice in addition to that, I guess, that people listening in that they can implement to start maybe solving this for themselves. They've got a minute 20 left, so we might need to be a little bit quick with these next couple of questions. But what, what can someone do today? What someone can do today is they can basically list out, look at your competition, write down all the promises that they're making, and you'll find they all overlap. I mean, there's going to be a whole bunch of common ones and then find out how you can actually at least start to communicate differently than that. You don't want to echo that same stuff. Gotcha. And okay, so 53 seconds, one valuable free resource that we can send some of our listeners to today that can help them learn more about this problem, get some advice and maybe better connect with you to fix this in their business. Well, I would definitely invite them to visit risingabovethenoise.com, R-I-S-I-N-G, risingabovethenoise.com. You will have the link. And so there's a link. There's a free ebook called The Lucky Brand. Thousands of businesses and entrepreneurs around the world have already downloaded, probably in excess of 10,000 around the world. And that is a free resource. It's very powerful, very to the point, 10 particular applicable tools that they can put into use right now. Perfect. And I'll put the link into the chat. It's risingabovethenoise.com and then the Lucky Brand ebook in there. David, it's a pleasure. We've got five seconds left. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. My pleasure. Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.